0: Like a rushing wind, like a wave of fire. However you want, however you want, come like a rushing wind and like a wave of fire. Welcome to Wind of Revival, a podcast about the very best of spirit-filled prayer topics and the Word of God from the vast teaching of prayer by an intercessor and a life coach, a man who's passionate about prayer and equipping people to pray. Each time you will hear mind-blowing sermons as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Now here's your host, Ajiman Kwame Sakodie. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into today. Episode Amen. God bless you even for joining us this day. By the special grace of God, there is a word that the Lord has laid even in my spirit that we deliberate upon, and the title of my message even this morning is Abundance, Divine Abundance. When I talk about abundance, I'm talking about increase. When I talk about abundance, I am talking about an overflow. When I talk about abundance, I am talking of having even a surplus. And by the special grace of God, the Spirit of the Lord has laid this word even upon my spirit, even for the people of God, even in this season, as we end this year and as we are about to start even another year. And the Spirit of the Lord ministered unto my spirit and the Lord said that even as we are in difficult times and Things are some way, and we are not, you know, seeing things as we ought to see. Even as a nation, and as a continent, and as a people, there is something that God is doing even in this season. And just as the Lord said even to His servant, the prophet Isaiah, story, the prophet Elijah in the book of First Kings, chapter number eighteen, the verse number forty-one the prophet said even to the king Ahab he said that listen Ahab Elijah said even unto Ahab he said that get thee up eat and drink for I hear the sound of an abundance of rain there is a sound of an abundance that the Lord is about to release even unto us in this season and in this season by the spirit and by the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. I hear in my spirit as well. A sound of a divine abundance that God is bringing even unto us in this season. And just as the prophet Elijah heard. You have to understand something. That when Elijah was even speaking to his servant to go tell Ahab. As he told Ahab that he hears the sound Of an abundance of rain you have to understand that Elijah Elijah had prayed even on the mountain top for a couple of hours and the Spirit of the Lord had ministered even into his spirit that there is something that he was about to do and in this season there is something that God is about to do even for his people there is something that God has purported. There is something that... God is destined even to do for you and I even in these hard times. In this season where men are crying in this season where men are Imperial in, in this season where men are devastated in this season where people don't know they are left even from their right. In this season where people are living a life you know uh, in public as though everything is okay but in their secrecy they are crying in this season God has given me a word even to bring to you and that word is the word of abundance it's a word of encouragement it's a word of an overflow that God is bringing even to his church that God is bringing even to this nation that God is even bringing to you and I as individuals God is bringing us abundance even in this season hallelujah And this abundance that the Lord is bringing, people of God, as the Bible makes us understand, even in Luke chapter 18, the verse number 18. The Bible says that and one of the leaders, even of the law, came to Jesus one time. And he said unto him, he said, a good master. He said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? There is something that you have to understand that anytime God wants to do something, anytime that God releases a word, anytime that God wants to turn the face, even of the nation, even of a people, even of a tribe, even of an individual, there is something that you must also do. He said, that, Master, what must I do to inherit eternal life? There is something that you must do even to receive your inheritance in Christ. Nothing comes just like that even in the kingdom of God. Nothing comes just like that. And it is not everything even in this kingdom that comes as a gift. Some things come as rewards. And so, until you are deserving, even of certain rewards in the kingdom, your life remains as it is. You don't see any change. And so, God is bringing us abundance. But this abundance that God is bringing, people of God, just as you know the prophet Elisha, even prophesied in Second Kings, I believe, chapter number seven down. You know there was an economic crisis even in the land of Samaria and the prophet Elijah prophesied, Elisha and Elisha when Elisha prophesied got to understand he said that tomorrow about this time thou say the Lord tomorrow about this time the economic situation of Samaria is about to change God is about to change the face of the economy God is about to change the stories of individuals God is about to turn the family story even around he said tomorrow about this time. But there is a need for you to understand something. When he said that tomorrow about this time. God said that this is what he is going to do. You have to understand that there was a certain Lord on whose shoulder. The Bible says that the king laid. This Lord missed out on this blessing that came. The word had been released. But you see because of the guy's hardness of heart he wasn't able to even enjoy this prophetic release that came even through the mouth of the prophet. And so there is something that we must do. There is something that you must do as a child of God in this latter part of the year. In this coming year, there is something that you must do. If you will be able to walk in the divine abundance and the overflow that God has even promised you and I. He said there is something that you must do for you to inherit your inheritance it is our heritage to be blessed understand that even in this christendom john chapter 10 the verse number 10 he said the thief cometh but to steal to kill and to destroy he said that but i have come that they might have life and have it more abundantly there is an abundance for every child of god there is a release of an abundance even for the church there is a release of abundance God wants us to work in divine abundance why because we have believed in the Lordship of Christ it is our heritage he said the thief cometh to steal to kill and to destroy but I have come that they might have life and have it more abundantly God doesn't want us to live a life mediocrity it doesn't want us to be you know impoverished God doesn't want us to live a life of small he wants us to enjoy divine increase God wants us to enjoy divine abundance but the question still comes what must I do to inherit this abundance that God has promised me and that is what this morning we are going to look into and so I want you to follow me even into the Holy Scriptures even into the book of Job chapter number 8 the verse number 6 5 through to 8 Job chapter number 8 the verse number 5 6 7 and then 8 Job chapter 8, the verse number 5, 6, 7, and 8. It says that if you would endlessly seek God, so we want to answer the question what we must do to enjoy this abundance that God is bringing to us. It said that if you would endlessly seek God and make your supplication to the Almighty, if you were pure and upright. It says that surely now he would awake for you and prosper your rightful dwelling place. It says that thou, it says that though your beginning was small. Listen to the scripture very well. It says that though your beginning was small, yet your latter end will greatly increase abundantly. For inquire, please, of the former age and consider the things discovered even by their fathers. It says that if you will seek earnestly God and make your supplication to the Almighty, if you were pure and upright, surely now, He would awake for you and prosper your rightful dwelling place. Understand that it is your rightful dwelling place even to walk in divine abundance. It says that though your beginning was small, yet your latter end would increase abundantly. For inquire please of the former age and consider the things discovered even by their fathers and so in this verse of scripture you know god is trying to communicate even something to us even as bildad one of the friends of you know job was speaking to job in his times of difficulties and this is what God is also saying to us even in these times of difficulties it says that if we are going to walk even in this abundance that God is bringing understand the verse number six uh, verse seven it says that though your beginning was small January to December though it was small it says that yet your latter end would greatly increase it says that your latter end would increase abundantly. And so it doesn't matter how small the beginning was. It doesn't matter how small you have started even in life and destiny. God says that he is aware that even though you are starting small, if you will be able to do what he is saying that you should do, what you must do to inherit your latter end will greatly increase hallelujah and so what must we do even to enjoy this abundance that god is bringing everything is answered even in this verse of scripture job eight the verse number five through to eight it says that if you would earnestly seek god and make your supplication to the almighty And so the first thing that we have to understand is that God is calling us even to the place of intimacy. God is calling us to the place of prayer. God is calling us to the place of supplication. He says that if you would seek the Lord, you would earnestly seek the Lord. I am using the new King James version. It says that if you will earnestly seek the Lord and make thy supplication unto him. If thou wouldest seek unto God betimes the King James and make thy supplication to the Almighty. He says, if you will see God. And so the first thing that God wants us to understand in this season of divine abundance, if we will be able to walk even in the overflow that God is bringing, if we will be able to walk even in abundance, if we will be able to see the goodness of God, we have to understand the place of intimacy even with God. We have to understand that there is a need that we cleave to god there is a need that we are stuck to god there is a need he said he said if you will earnestly seek the lord other version says that if you will pray and petition god if you will earnestly seek god if we will make the place of prayer our utmost priority. we are going to see the manifold power of God even in our lives and our destinies even in this season people of God, God is calling us even to that place of intimacy once again he said if we will be able to increase even though our beginning is small even though we are not seeing things as we ought to see as a nation as a people even though we are not seeing what we want to see even though it looks like some prophetic words are fading it says that if we will earnestly seek god if we will pray if we will build intimacy with god if we will go back to that place of intimacy even with the father if we will go back to that place where we used to love the lord where we used to read the word where we used to pray where we used to meditate if we will go back to god even to that place of intimacy Some of us used to love God so much, some of us couldn't do even without studying the word. Some of us couldn't do even without talking to God, but we got to a point in our lives where we felt like God had given up on us and that is how we left everything that we used to do even for god that is how we left the place of prayer that is how we left the place of the word that is how we left the place of worship but this is what god is saying if we will earnestly seek him if we will earnestly seek him the word is earnest listen until you have found him you don't give up on him until you have seen and received what you've been praying for you don't stop praying there are times that it might look like god has forsaken you there are times that it might look like god has forgotten about you there are times that it might look like you have prayed so much and nothing is happening but child of god if you will earnestly seek him you will find the lord he said that seek and you will find listen seeking goes beyond just asking for things. Seeking goes beyond. Seeking has to do with a deep search. A deep search with all your heart. In the book of Jeremiah he said that I know the thoughts that I think towards you they are thoughts of good not of evil to give you unexpected and he said that if you will come and seek the Lord if you will come and pray if you will come and seek me then you will find me listen until we have sought the Lord some things will never come to us And in this place where God is bringing us and calling us even into divine abundance God is calling us to the place of prayer He is calling us to the place of worship He is calling us to the place of the word He is calling us to the place of intimacy even once again Until we have come to the Lord There is no way we can find Him. Listen, don't give up yet. I know from January till now, you have not seen the manifestation of a lot of things, but I came to tell you that if you will earnestly seek God, everything is possible the Bible says that a thousand years is like a day in the sight of the Lord and a day is like a thousand years even in a sight and so what God can use thousand years to do He can use one day to do it for you what he can use one day to do He can do it even in a thousand years if you will hold on to God you will see the manifestation of his goodness once again the second thing that we have to look at if we will walk even in this divine abundance the verse number six he says that if you are pure and upright if you are pure and upright he said if thou wert pure and upright surely now he would awake for thee You see, one of the reasons why oftentimes we pray as believers and we don't get response. Let the scripture be there. One of the reasons why we pray oftentimes and then we don't get response and all that is because, you see, we are filled with a lot of impurities. Oftentimes we are contaminated. We are filled with a lot of things. And so even as we are praying, you see, because of the impurity, and the contamination inside of us the devil succeeds even in choking our prayers and that's how come often time when we pray as believers we don't get answers to our prayers one of the things that sin will do is that sin will either choke your prayer or your prayer will diminish sin from your life and so any believer who doesn't love to pray or any believer who doesn't pray check their purity level i'm telling you i'm not talking about just you know praying i'm talking about genuine prayer heartfelt prayer genuine intimacy with god intimacy with the lord he said that if thou were pure and upright Surely now he would awake for thee and make the habitation of the righteousness prosper. He said if you would be pure. If you were pure and upright. He said that surely the Lord will prosper your rightful dwelling place. And so one of the things that He is trying to tell us that chokes our abundance. One of the things that chokes believers from prospering also financially and even in every area of our lives is sin. Understand that Adam was living in divine abundance even in the garden of Eden. But what brought about shortage and you know hardship was the sin that Adam committed. It was as a result of Adam's sin that God drove Adam out of the garden, his impurity, his inability to remain upright. It took Adam from the place of abundance and brought him even to the place of starvation. It brought Adam to the place of shortage. It brought Adam to the place, you know, of devastation. It brought Adam to the place of lack and want. But God positioned Adam even in the place of abundance. Adam was enjoying every good thing even that he ought to have enjoyed. Even on this earth, just as God blessed some of us and we we were enjoying every good thing that came with the blessing of the Lord. We were enjoying good health we were enjoying abundance of peace we were enjoying some money we were enjoying some good living we were enjoying the face of God we were enjoying intimacy with God but because we yielded to iniquity that is how God turned his face even against us and that is how some of us have lost a lot of good things that God even blessed us with he said if you will be pure and upright surely now the lord will awake for you and he will prosper your dwelling place listen if the coming year if this latter part of the year will be good for you i'm telling you listen there is a need that we switch there is a need that we shift even from you know sin. There is a need that we shift even from certain characters and certain attitudes and certain natures that dwells inside of us. There is a need that we shift. We must let go of some things. Pornography must go. Masturbation must leave us. Immorality must leave us. Theft must leave us. Some things must leave us. Listen, anytime people, you know, contradicted the word of God, anytime people, humanity, sinned against God, it led them even into death. It led them even into shortage. It led them even into limitations of all kinds. Listen, there is no way, he said that for, 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 for all have sinned that fallen short to the glory of God. And so he says the wages of sin is death. You see, sin, sin has a wage that it pays. There is a wage that sin comes with. Sin pays you, I tell you. He said the wages there is a wage there is a reward that you get when you sin anytime we sin there is a reward that comes to us There is a reward So the wages of sin is death it you see he says that the thief comes to steal to kill and to destroy When the enemy succeeds in killing you he has destroyed everything he has also stolen from you. And so for all have sinned and fallen short to the glory of God. The wages of sin also is what? Death. When we sin. Some things die in our lives. And one of the most dangerous things that kills our abundance the most is sexual sin. I tell you sexual sin of all kinds this is one of the things that the devil uses the most even to destroy a lot of great destinies and great men listen God is calling us to a place of abundance but this abundance cannot manifest in our lives until we have been separated from impurity it says that if you will be pure and upright be pure and upright it says that surely God will awake for you and so even you see there is something that your purity does for you I'm telling you There is a reward that everything in this kingdom that we do brings. Prayer and fasting will bring you power. Giving will bring you prosperity. Sanctification will bring you the presence of God. It says that for God dwells in the beauty of holiness. That is where God dwells. In the beauty of our purity. That is where God dwells. And so prayer and fasting is producing power for you. Your giving is bringing you financial abundance. Your consecration is bringing you the very presence of God. And you can be deficient even in one of these areas. You can give, it is lawful. You will prosper, but you might lack the presence of God. He will not awake for you. You will fast and pray, some power can be made manifest even in your life. But you can still lack the power of God. And so God is saying, He says that if you will be pure and upright, Listen, God is calling us to consecration now. The Lord is calling us even to into, you know, the place of his very presence. Where our souls and our hearts will abhor iniquity. It will abhor sin. It says that, be ye holy for I am holy. Listen, if you can dwell with God, there is nothing that, listen, if you can attract the presence of God I tell you people of God there is nothing that you cannot have even in this life I'm telling you because you have God himself come to dwell with you and the other day the last time I checked the bible says that and when the ark of the covenant of God entered the house of Obedidon that was the presence of God The guy prospered like nobody has ever prospered listen what you need is the presence of God i'm telling you you want to see the new riches what you need is God's presence you need the presence if the presence comes everything will follow like that everything will follow everything you will touch it will be blessed everything you will do it will be blessed if the presence of God locates you there is nothing that you will do that will not flourish that's why Moses said that if your presence don't go with us we are not living the final thing that i talk about is that we have to follow divine directions We need divine directions, divine directions. Listen, you cannot do without being directed by God. You cannot do without being directed by the Holy Ghost. It says that for inquire please of the former ages and consider the things discovered by your fathers. Inquire 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 please of the former ages you need divine direction you need direction from god you need direction from the prophet you need divine direction you see god must be able to speak to you there is nobody that god communicated to to do something that they failed no way you need divine direction divine direction. If you lack direction, you are going nowhere in life. I tell you, every man on a mission must have a vision. Every man on a mission in this life must have a vision. If you lack vision, you are walking and going nowhere. And a man without a vision is like a ship without a radar. Nobody controls it. It goes nowhere. It is just tossed to and fro by the sea. You need divine direction. You need to communicate with the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, what must I do? He said that inquire of the former age. Of the former age. The ancient of days must speak to you the prophet must speak to you he said that by a prophet the Lord brought Israel out by a prophet Israel was preserved you need divine direction God must speak to you through your dreams you must be very careful I tell you you must not miss out on a single dream get a book if God shows you something good write it down Write it down! Sometimes the Spirit of the Lord will just impress. You can be walking about and the Holy Ghost will drop something into your spirit. And that is the business that maybe you have to do. And that is what will turn your life around. I heard the story of the man who ran Zoom Lion and I learned that he had a dream and he was speaking garbage. Bola! And when this man saw this dream, the Lord whispered to him that enter into this venture listen you need to be sensitive if he had gone to speak to one of these ignorant people they would have told him that shame is coming to you because once you are on the baller baller means shame it means everything bad and evil but sensitivity and direction today he is one of the biggest people even in Ghana not only Ghana West Africa East Africa biggest the owner of first insurance uh, first insurance I've forgotten his name we had an encounter with him and he was telling us how God you know every business that he does He's a millionaire, not in cities, dollars, more multi-millionaire. He said that every business that he will do, before he will sleep, when he goes to bed, the Spirit of the Lord will come and minister to him in his dreams. And God will tell him that do this business, enter into this business. And that is how the man has been able to make millions. You need divine direction. Now the last thing that I talk about, it says, though your beginning was small, yet your latter end would greatly increase." It says, "If you were pure and upright, surely now he would awake for you and prosper your rightful dwelling place." Listen, prosperity don't just come. You must follow what the fathers followed. The last verse, 8, chapter uh, 8, it says, And consider the things discovered by their fathers. Consider the things discovered by their fathers. Deuteronomy chapter 8, the verse number 18. Understand, we are talking about divine abundance. If you will be able to walk in this abundance that God is bringing, The final and the most important thing also that you have to do as a believer. He says that and discover and consider the things discovered by their fathers. So the things discovered by the fathers. What did our fathers discover? It says that but thou shalt remember the lord thy god for it is he that giveth thee the power even to do what to get wealth to prosper that he may establish his covenant which he swore unto thy fathers as it is this day and so there is a covenant even that the lord had with the fathers as it is this day there is a covenant and so the last thing is that you must not for, you must be a covenant practitioner, you must be a covenant practitioner and consider the things discovered by their fathers, and you shall remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee the power to get wealth that he may establish his covenant, which he has swore unto thy fathers. As it is this day. There is a covenant that God has swore even unto the fathers. And so if you are going to walk in this abundance, if you are going to greatly increase in this latter part of the year, in the coming year, there is a need that you become a covenant practitioner. Covenant practitioner! And the Lord said even unto Noah He said that and this is the covenant that I am entering with you because of what you have done He said that seed time and harvest seed time and harvest cold and winter He said seed time and harvest Gold and heat, summer and winter. It will never stop. You must be a covenant practitioner. And so seed time, if you will enjoy this divine abundance, you must understand the place of giving. You must understand the place of sowing. You must be a sower. They say, until you sow, you don't reap nothing. Until you plant, there is nothing that comes to you. Until you have planted, there is nothing that will come to you. Genesis chapter 8, the verse number 22. It says, as long as the earth endures, seed, time, and harvest cold and winter day and night this will never cease you must be a covenant practitioner you must be a giver you must be a titer you must be a giver give your offerings listen you can't pray for abundance to just happen You can't pray for prosperity to come. You can't pray. We don't prosper financially by praying. We don't prosper financially by praying. We don't prosper financially by fasting. As I said, all these things have their place and their role that they play if you will be able to walk in this abundance it says that consider the things discovered by their fathers and what they discovered was a covenant with God Abraham was a tither. Abraham was a giver Abraham he loved God with his substance I tell you people of God until we get to the place where we can give God our all we cannot receive even in an overflowing manner until we get to the place where we can give God our best we can't receive God's best until we get to the place where we are ready and willing to sacrifice even our substance and our riches and our wealth even unto the Lord there is no way we will be able to enjoy the true riches of God even in this season Proverbs chapter 3 the verse number 9 it says that honor God the Lord with your substance and with the first fruit of all your increase. With the first fruit of all your increase and so until you have done something forget about abundance. Until you have learned to honor God with your substance forget about increase coming to you. Genuine honor, real honor. Listen, for the widow to see an overflow. You see, God said to Elijah, he said, that, Listen, I am commanding a widow even to feed you. Let the widow give everything that she has even to you. Listen, these things are not cliches and these things are not as though some pastor wants to deceive you. And they You see, the reason why some men of God are prospering genuinely is because they understand these principles and they practice them. There is no way you will give God your substance and God will not reward you. Somebody will say, pastor wants to chop your money. But, but, and your money is too small. That fifty Ghana that you are bringing to the altar, it is too small. The, listen, we have we have sacrificed everything to come and follow Jesus. To come and listen, what we have sacrificed. I'm telling you, by the special grace of God, I have a master's degree. If I say I am going to work with the small connections that I have. I get a reputable organization. By the end of the month, I will get a lot of money, I tell you. And then we leave everything to come and follow Jesus, to to come and deceive people for how much. Listen, these are principles that work. Don't let anybody deceive you. Pastors want to chop your time. Pastors want to chop your money. Pastors want to do this. You see, one of the things that if you have noticed one of the things that the enemy and the people in the world fight the most is in the area of our giving. And this is as a result of what the devil wants to do because the devil has seen that God wants to transfer wealth into the church. I'm telling you, there is nobody prospering on this earth who is not a genuine giver. You can check from those; they give to charity. I'm telling you, from the Bill Gates to the Zuckerberg to the Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett gave 80% of his wealth to charity, and he's living on 20%. As the man dies, everything goes to charity it works. These are principles that work on the earth. It says that as the earth remains at seed time and harvest cold and heat day and night. It will never cease. And so anytime you will honor God you will plant something even in God. Forget about all this rubbish that people say. Listen if you give to a man of God you have given to God. He said, if anybody gives a a cup of water to these little ones he has given to me you must be a covenant practitioner be faithful with your tithe. be faithful with your givings, your offerings Church is having a project it's in your capacity, the little that you can do support it He said, honor God with your substance and you are going to have even in an overflow and He will increase your power. He will cause abundance to be made manifest, even for you. If you can't sacrifice, if you can't give God, I tell you, you remain where you are. You remain where you are. If you want to see financial blessing you must open your arm, you must give to church, you must give to men of God, you must learn to honor your man of God, you must sow into projects, you must learn to give to the poor, you must learn if it's in your capacity to do good to a brother who is in hardship, don't restrain yourself, help them! These are things that brings the blessings of God, help them, help them, give to your parents. Some of you have never given anything to your parents before, but once you see big bottles, your girlfriend chop all your money, your mother has not eaten a single money from you. Listen, if you want to prosper and be blessed, honor your parents. Learn to honor them. Even if it is little, learn to honor them. Titus chapter 3, the verse number 14. It says that, and let our people also learn to maintain good works. To meet urgent needs that they may not be unfruitful. So if you refuse to meet urgent needs, if you refuse to do their good works, if you refuse to be a giver, you become unfruitful. You begin to lack. You don't enjoy abundance. You don't increase. Listen, we must learn to give God our best. If you understand that you are a steward of the money that God gives to you. I'm telling you, that is how God will bring even in essence for you. If you understand that you are a steward. And you are a master of none. That he has trusted you with the money that you have. And what he tells you to do, you are going to do with it. That is where God will be able to cause the overflow even to happen in your life. He said, bring your tithes and your offering into my storehouse. Bring ye the tithes. He said, you have robbed me in tithes and offerings. Bring the tithes and I will open the windows of heaven and I will pour you out a blessing that you will not have room enough even to contain. Listen as you do everything make sure that you learn the ways of sacrificing unto God with your substance honor the Lord with your substance covenant practitioners Abraham sacrificed he wanted to give his child his only son and that is how God caused Abraham to enjoy in an overflowing manner people of God it's our time and it's our season God is getting ready to bless us the blessing is so near the blessing is here with us and just as the prophet Elijah said he said that I hear a sound of an abundance of rain God is coming to us and so Ahab there is a need that you eat and you go and drink listen when abundance come there is going to be an overflow of drink, there is going to be an overflow of food there is going to be an overflow of wealth, there is going to be an overflow of health, there is going to be an overflow of every good thing and this abundance can't come until we have set ourselves apart for the Lord, it cannot be made manifest uh, until we have consecrated ourselves until we have come to God even in the place of prayer and intimacy until we have sought directions even from the Holy Ghost, until we have learned to become practitioners of kingdom covenant until we have learned even to give our best and our all even to the living God we cannot endure this abundance that God is bringing people of God I prophesy and I speak over your life wherever you are connecting to us from that that abundance is coming into your home even as you obey the voice of the Lord that abundance will not be hindered by any power even on this earth our time is now and our time is up and that time has come and today is the day he said if you will hear his voice do not harden your heart as in those days when they rebelled even against the Lord people of God that time is now and God is bringing us an abundance God is bringing us an overflow God is bringing us increase and that increase is ours and nobody will stop it even in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ wherever you are now I want to pray with you briefly If you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, understand that you are not a part of this blessing that he is bringing. I want to lead you to Christ. If you want to accept the Lordship of Jesus, you will say these words after me, even in the name of Jesus. Some of you used to love the Lord, but along the line, you have backslidden. Along the line, you fell down and you've not risen up again. But God is calling you back home. The Lord is calling you even to the former things once again. The Lord is calling you to repentance. Say these words after me Lord Jesus, I come to you just as I am. I repent from all my sins. I accept Jesus even as my Lord and personal Savior. I believe that he died and he rose triumphantly on the third day. Save me Lord in Jesus mighty name. We have come you all the glory in Jesus mighty name God bless you for joining us I want to encourage you share the word of God even with somebody let somebody be blessed and I know that by the special grace of God in this latter part of the year and in this coming year God is going to be good to you and I in Jesus mighty name God bless you Thank you for joining us this week on Wind of Revival podcast. Like what you had...